Hey there, just a quick note before this episode of AV Plus begins. I'm Adam, I make the podcast. Um, we're having some audio issues, if you can't already tell from hearing this. Uh, we hope to have these solved by next week. But in the meantime, yeah, we're going to have to kind of eat this one. Not exactly the best thing to happen for a podcast about technology, but eh, sometimes life presents challenges. So sorry about the sound quality. The rest of the podcast will mostly be other people talking with a better recording, so don't have to deal with much of this, thankfully, for this episode. Anyway, hope to be back crystal clear next week. Welcome to AV Plus, the podcast from Commercial Integrator. I'm Adam Forziotti, the web editor for CI, and freshly back from ISC in Amsterdam last week. It was an incredible show. We'll have more uh, analysis of it uh, in next week's monthly episode of AV Plus. But for the time being, I really wanted to keep the ball rolling on something that we've been doing. If you've been paying attention to uh, other episodes, and you'll know, we've been uh, recapping sort of our state of the industry report. It's our yearly analysis of uh, the state of the AV industry. And in previous episodes, we've gone through things like uh, AV industry demographics in 2019, how they've changed and really how they haven't changed. Uh, We've gone through uh, profit problems uh, and common issues that integrators report to us that they are uh, struggling with. But for this week, we wanted to go through something that's really basic to uh, any integrator is really just what products are the most popular right now. You know, what uh, customers are asking for. In our state of the industry research this year, we found that audio is a really growing, almost skyrocketing uh, category. IT and data networks, no surprise to hear that those are uh, growing in popularity. UCC, obviously, again, no surprise to hear that that's growing as well. So it's one thing for us to just rattle through our numbers in terms of what is on the rise in AV products these days, but we thought we'd go once again back to our uh, good friend Chuck Wilson over at the National Systems Contractors Association. In our research, our editor-in-chief, Tom LeBlanc, he had a few conversations with Chuck, and we wanted to present one of those conversations today. But in addition, we also wanted to throw in uh, a really interesting conversation that our editor, Craig McCormick, had with the outgoing chairman of Christie, Jack Klein, who's retiring this year after 40 years Uh, with the company. So most of you listening to this probably aren't journalists in the AV industry like we are here. Something interesting to note here is that Jack Klein does not give too many interviews. So it's really great to have this conversation on record here uh, to let him sort of explain in his own words why he's retiring after 40 years. Apart from that, I uh, hope you'll join us next week for another episode of AV Plus. It's going to be our monthly episode next week. So we'll have our features like a news roundup and um, and a little recap of ISC incoming. So we'll switch over to Tom's conversation with Chuck Wilson at NSEA, and then we'll hear from Jack Klein, the retiring Christie CEO, president, and chairman. Did anything stand out to you in terms of um, you know how money's being spent uh, or how um, how technology is being deployed in terms of technology trends? You know, what we're seeing, especially in the corporate environment, is that the unified communications and collaboration, that it should it should be strong for quite some time now. We, we're projecting a lot of growth in that particular uh, area right there. The, uh, the thing about that is what, what concerns me with that is that m- there's more rooms, more technology, but, but the, the revenue per 
room or per project that we're doing is moving downward because of the more of the web-based conferencing and less of the, the codex and things of that nature. Uh, digital signage, you know, this is very positive that that's going to be a growing market. We're, we're seeing that uh, a lot as well. The uh, uh, control and command rooms and emergency communication school security type systems and things like that, that would be right on the uh, on the list there as well. But, but like in the phone systems where you just talk about telephony, you know, the, the, the systems we used to install like in small and medium businesses and, you know, schools and things of that nature, you know, the, a phone system is rapidly, you know, going away from, from having a, a PBX or on-premise equipment that is significant in its, uh, you know, in the selling price that we we would have made that transaction for. And that's all moving to the cloud now, or not all, but most, a lot of it is moving to the cloud. So, so the question here is installation growth. And when we look at products and systems for the next year, and even extending outward, I would look at a lot of these things as having that asterisk that would say, and how much of this is moving to a hosted or cloud-based environment. So I think I think when we see the number of projects, they'll stay the same, but the type of solution that we put in is going to dramatically change as we move to more of a hosted environment. Okay, Jack. So as uh, most people, I think probably in the industry know by now, uh, you're, you're going to be uh, stepping aside from your uh, your role with Christie. I, I believe it's April first is, is the day that you have have set aside for that. Um, what made that decision, and you know why why is this uh, this the time that you uh, you're you're uh, you're targeting for that? This is not something that just happened. Um, about three years ago, I sort of said, well, how how much longer am I going to work? I didn't. I wanted to have a plan. I wanted to have a succession plan. And so we went about um, reorganizing the company. We 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 uh, moved into uh, distinct business units that that captured the core of our our um, our uh, of Christie. Um, and put I put um, heads into those uh, divisions. And then we uh, divested ourselves of. Any of the non-performing companies that that we had um, they, uh, in in non-core business, and we did that over next last year, and so that's all completed. The business units are set up, and I, I sort of had a plan that this is how I would do it. I would leave leave the company set up in a position to where it could move forward at, as a as a nimble, more agile organization. And I figured once that was completed, then I would be comfortable passing over the reins and then letting uh, new management uh, within the company take over and move forward. So it, um, it, I'm old enough now to where I can still enjoy the things I like. I like skiing. I play golf. I, I have a boat. I, I, I do boating. And I want to spend some time with my family. And so um, it just seemed like... My work was done. I imagine there's there's been a few people that have maybe tried to talk you into to sticking around a little while longer. Yeah, I I I, uh, I'm, I, I can't. I just can't now do that. Um, it's just uh, you you have to be comfortable with decisions you make, not only 
business decisions as I've done over the last years, but also with your personal decisions um, because uh, you you need to be definitive in major decisions and pursue them uh, with, with, with vigor. Um, and I just look at this as this is the right thing to do at the right time. Um, and I want to do it properly. What would you say would you think is your, your biggest accomplishment in the, the 40 years? There, you know, there's been a lot of really high points over those years. But, but the thing that really um, resolves is that um, I'm, I'm pleased that 20 years ago, there were two companies, Christie and Electra Home, that were both struggling with a new technology that was coming about, and that was uh, digital projection. And Christie was a 35 millimeter film projector manufacturer, and Electrohome was trying to, do, to move from, from CRT-based, analog-based to digital, and, and this world was evolving. And both of them, both companies were struggling with this technology, and both from a technology standpoint and from a financial standpoint, because it was, and and I was able to take these two companies and merge them together in what would become a global brand for projection technology that would actually change the world. It would change the way it changed the way people viewed movies. Um, distributed movie, produced movies, um, and it reached to every corner of the world. And in doing that, it secured the livelihood and, and the welfare of, you know, thousands of employees and their families. So, you know, when I look at that and say, you know, over the years, um, you, you look for what you did for the company, which grew to almost nearly a billion in revenue, but also for uh, how it, it preserved um, the livelihood of, of so many people. And um, I guess that's what I'm most proud of. Um, it, was, it, was an, it, it was a fun time. Um, it was scary at times. Um, there was tremendous amount of risk associated with it and what we had to do and how much we had to spend. Um, but the outcome was the company that I'm leaving now, which is an incredible company. So I would say that that's probably the, the high point of, of my, my career. Okay. And I probably should have asked you this at the beginning, but how, how did you get into the industry in the first place? How, how did you, you know, become part of the, the AV space? And I don't know if it was called AV when, when you first uh, got, um, well, got involved. I, I, yeah. I, I mean, I joined Christie. Um, uh, they were at, at that time they were making 35 millimeter film projectors and I always liked the movies um, I you know I was a movie goer for, for from uh, very young and enjoyed it very much um, and I had a friend who was working at Christie and he said you know we have an opening in a sales position and um, you know we'd like you to come on out and and and, uh, and uh, interview for it and I had been an officer in the Marine Corps, and um, I was working as a sales guy in another company. And uh, I came out, and I just something about the company, the culture, the technology, which was film projection at that time, uh, was intriguing. And um, and so I worked my way through the company, and 
uh, and and then ultimately, um, as we grew, Christy grew, then we needed to adapt to um, the change that was potentially coming, and uh, that was digital projection. And and then I I as it was then it became more than just um, film and uh, and and cinema. It, it moved into uh, AV integration and control rooms and virtual reality and a simulation. And I was just intrigued with um, the technology and how this could evolve and what we could be and markets that we could go into. Um, it was just a whole nother world and just incredible uh, engineering technology that goes through the whole company. Um, I was I was just amazed at the things that we can do. Um, and um, so then I just made it a career. It's where I ended up. How did how were you able to you know kind of keep up with the the technology as it's changing? You you mentioned kind of the progression that you've seen in the the forty years. So how much of that did you you know personally kind of keep up with, or did you kind of leave it to the the, the engineers and you know? The... Well, uh, we have very uh, innovative engineering teams. Uh, you know, they they really come up with very cool things, but I think what I've I've really tried to do in, in all the, the businesses that we do is is to talk to um, our partners, talk to our customers and end users, and talk to our competitors. Um, I've just always had the ability to reach across these lines and understand what do they need? What would change their their lives? You know, what for an integrator, what what, what what does he struggle with most of the time and how can I make his job easier? And, you know, the end user, um, what, what, it, what is he looking for? What is his business need and what does it demand? And if you can find those, those, it will give you an indication of where you need to be heading. And with the engineering capability that we have, you know, I always tried to stay in touch with um, our R&D teams and, and developments and give some insight as to, um, you know, where I felt we need to be heading. And it, and it has worked well. Um, it, and it's kept us uh, on that technology curve and, and in front of the, the power curve so that we, we would be enjoying that uh, and in anticipation of changes. And uh, I think... We've been quite successful in doing that, so it's worked.